This has been a production of Golden String Radio and Golden String Podcast Network, striving for a world of visibility and accessibility for those living with disabilities. string podcast network i am dj chef salad i am scotty ubermensch mencher and we're here to talk about our favorite stuff that uh you can see on a screen be it tv or movies so yeah what it what, what's what's been going on with you um honestly not a whole lot dude uh just trying to recently just trying to um enjoy the the weather a little bit more it's been a little nicer but still been pretty much a a homebody um haven't gone out as much uh just been watching uh shows and movies so perfect for uh this but i would like to especially with summer coming up i definitely want to get out and uh mingle a bit it i'm has, looking forward to that yeah it, it, it has been really good weather for being a recluse and and watching movies and, and tv but uh yeah i feel you i want to get out and be social again and you know now that things are looking up a bit um virus wise and, and socially uh, i've started to go out a little bit and uh, it's been nice. It's been weird. It, it takes a little reacclimating just being out. Like I went to a restaurant the other night for a, a mutual friend's birthday party and it was like a, a shoulder to shoulder event. Um, there were 30 invitees and, uh, pretty much everyone is vaccinated in our organization. So, I mean, we were safe in that respect, still masked up when we weren't eating, but, um, yeah, it, it just takes a while, man. It, it, it felt weird to be that close to a lot of people. Um, but I, I, I really enjoyed it and I needed it more than I, than I thought, you know. I think we are getting back to, and we will get back to a sense of normalcy, but it, it's kind of like, I don't know, your, your first time going to school, you just got to kind of get reacclimated again. For sure. And I mean, that's a good point. Even, um, watching old sports, uh, uh, highlights or whatever uh seeing people uh in the stands but also watching movies and television that you know that was that was filmed before the virus or even stuff that's filmed during the virus and you know they're taking precautions on set but it's like it's it's startling to see um you know people just acting like everything's normal when when we've been living a very not normal time uh, which sort of leads me to to my question that I wanted to to ask you. I'm going to pop it on you. Um, just thinking about gathering and family gathering. Uh, what is your favorite movie in which there is a family gathering? Uh, favorite movie. Um, you you mean you mean a like a family gathering 
scene in the movie is that what you're saying yeah no uh like sort of centralized uh, around a gathering um or you know there are all sorts of holiday movies or things like that um you know movies set around a funeral or something along those lines can you think of one off the top of your head that that's like a favorite and maybe it's because it's got a good cast or just the story is is great with the ensemble or what have you but um what do you got uh off the top of my head dave when i when i think about movies and and gatherings and and stuff like that i i do think of uh christmas quite a bit uh just just off the top of my head um yeah, I know it's some people love it. Some people think it's overrated. But when I think of just like family gathering stuff, I I do think of the holidays. I think most people doing. I think of the f- film um, Christmas Vacation. Mm-hmm. That that immediately comes to mind, and uh, I don't know. Like I haven't seen later um chevy chase his his later career and i know he was in the show community um but just those movies and in christmas vacation in particular just uh a lot of memorable um kind of laugh out loud scenes so that's one that comes to mind not that it as I mean, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo, and then I think you had uh, Patricia Arquette was also in that. Those are probably the three biggest cast members from that movie. But uh, that's one just off the top of my head. How about you? Yeah, that, of course you want to think of the Griswolds because they have just great ensemble movies uh and and obviously it's built around a family um so that's a good one i was thinking about that myself trying to also think of something that's that's uh i mean it's not necessarily a holiday movie per se but it is about two families um and I, i think we've talked about it before and i don't know if you've seen uh ang lee's the ice storm I have not, no. Oh, fantastic movie. Uh, fantastic movie. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 just a, a great, great movie. Kevin Klein, Christina Ricci, um, Sigourney Weaver, um, uh, Elijah Wood. Um, so it's, 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 it's both a movie about, like, these two families and the parents of those families and then their kids and then, the, like, them coming of age. And oh, is... Yeah, I think we maybe touched on that briefly before in conversation. Is is that the one? It's like it's older. It's like late nineties. Not that Christmas Vacation, because that's even older. <laughs> that's like eighty nine. But I think it wasn't it like ninety seven or something. And it's on the isn't it? Isn't it about like? uh sexual awakening and stuff like that uh yeah sort of uh yeah you got the year on the nose 1997 you're always really good at that um uh 
Ice Storm is a 97 American drama film directed by Ang Lee. Uh, the, the Ice Storm is about two dysfunctional New Canaan, Connecticut upper class families who are trying to deal with tumultuous social changes in the early 1970s and their escapism through alcohol, adultery, and sexual experimentation. Uh, yeah, so it's a lot, but it's 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 such a great movie. Yeah, I I gotta. Do do you think because there there are some movies that are just so good from the from the late nineties, early two thousands, and they they still hold up even today. Is that one you you would recommend oh, even today? Yeah. Yeah, that one holds up. Um, and it it is a period piece, so it's sort of like, you know, frozen in, in time that way. But, uh, yeah, it's 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 one of my favorites. Yeah. Definitely I get... my favorite Ang Lee, like that, and Brokeback Mountain. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I I got, uh, you know, I, I've told you in the past, and we we see Isla Isla, not not just when it comes to movies and TV, but we see for the most part we we're alike when it comes to and we see eye to eye when it comes to politics. But I kind of feel like a asshole, Dave, because uh, I've never seen Brokeback Mountain and I've never seen Moonlight. Um, <laughs> so what are you trying to say, I, Scott? I I just feel like I got to be a little more endearing to the to the gay community, the gay population. Yeah, I mean they're they're human stories, uh, absolutely, and they're they're um, spotlights um, and shining examples of just filmmaking. Uh, but yeah, great great movies, both of those. And there's there's a myriad of other movies um, that that talk about LGBTQ. Um, issues that that we need to shine a light on um so maybe we'll have an episode where we talk you know a bit more about those movies um but yeah two great movies and it's i know i know Heath ledger's in it but it's jake gyllenhaal right is the is the other cowboy in brokeback mountain yeah okay that's what i thought um well let, let me let me switch it up a bit like what movie family would you most want to be your family uh well that's <laughs> a a really good question um what movie family would i want most to be mine take a minute to think uh, about it i asked the question so i should probably go first even though i don't have an answer <laughs> right now um and it's it's because it's tough because it's like do you just want like a healthy happy family which you know as far as a movie goes would be boring or do you want like a family with some dysfunction and some some characters uh you know that you may love in the movies but may not be the best family to to be in so it's a tough one to, it's a tough one to answer um and i'm trying to think now too <laughs> that's a that's a tough one yeah it's it's a really tough oh but i would i would aim for i i think i wouldn't want the more uh dysfunctional family because like my my family um like we we're we are a great family we're really close but 
there's also, there's plenty of uh, characters and there's moments that are definitely, you know, people get very opinionated or like just a ton of goofy stuff happens. So if I had to, uh, and I'm still trying to think of one, a family from a movie, but I would definitely go with the more uh, dysfunctional one. Uh, sometimes with families and movies and they, they show them and they're so like close and just loving, I'm like, I'm like, okay, this isn't totally realistic here. Like yeah. no family's quite like this. So, and it makes for like a, a, a boring movie. Like, you don't want to, yeah. you know, like, like that's not how families are. Um, but the Royal Tenenbaums, like that's one of my favorite movies about a family and, you know, Royal is an absolute bastard. The, the, the patriarch of the family, um, everybody's really messed up, you know, two of the siblings or half siblings are, you know, romantically involved and it's, um, uh, it's it's just a a delightful movie. I love the movie. The family's really messed up, but it's a family that I love spending time with. You you know, and this is kind of this is kind of like not really um answering your question, Dave, and kind of a cop out, but one that just popped into my mind. And again, I I I I'm still trying to think of a movie, but. I thought of a TV show series family and one family where I think it would just be like an absolute thrill and just be like hilarious to be a part of would be the family on uh, on the show Succession. Oh man, that's, yeah, that's a great one. Um, yeah, yeah, that's one of the most conniving power hungry families and everyone's just like you know behind each other's back with the knife uh great pick and great show um that's that's based off of um shakespeare's king lear um so yeah and then and so is uh what's the what's the show that was on with uh like the music industry and there was the dad and the kids Empire. Um, Empire. Was, oh, Empire. It's also okay. based on King Lear. Same, okay. same formula. Yeah. And uh, that's... What's the the lead guy in that? Uh, his first name's Terrence, right? I, Terrence Howard. Okay, Terrence Howard. And you... I remember right from... Us talking about it, you you weren't really big on Empire, right? I only watched a couple episodes. I remember watching the first episode, and like it was okay, um, but yeah, nothing I could get into for any uh, for the long haul. Yeah, just just really not your uh, your cup of tea. Yeah, um, I don't know why. I'm, I thought it would be much easier. Thinking of movies, what like families I would want to be a part of, but well, I meant for to, some like, reason, I meant to I'm post blanking. these questions uh, earlier so we had time to think about it before the show, but uh, didn't 
But um, would you, because I know you love the show, but uh, do you do you agree with me about thinking it would be awesome to be a part of the of the Succession family? Uh, I mean, being filthy rich and having everything at your fingertips, but they're all like terrible, terrible people. I don't imagine you can be a part of that family and not just be a dreadful person. You you know what else? And this is this is really more darker because um, succession like there's there's um, definitely like hard hitting moments and it goes dark at times. But I would say it's it's more comedy than anything but you know another family where i i just think it would be like it would be kind of scary but it would also be really funny because there's so a matter of fact in the movie and just the way they communicate with each other is just so weird to me but the family in the the movie killing of a sacred deer oh yeah yeah that's a that's a twisted group um <laughs> yeah it, and it, it like it just takes place in a really strange universe you know like that that world the way um yergos lanthimos the way he does his world building um it's 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 just really really particular uh so be, to be a part of that family and of course all the circumstances that are going on in that family uh, there's a lot of dysfunction there. What's what's your your ghost Anthemos up to these? Have you looked at his like his IMDb in a while? Uh, if he's if what he's working on, I did look him up. Um, let me look him up right now. Let's see. Okay, so after the favorite, he did a short called Nimic in 2019. I don't know where that appeared. He's working on a 2022 movie called Poor Things, which is in pre-production. Let me see if there's any info. This film will be a Victorian tale of love, discovery, and scientific daring. Poor Thing tells the incredible story of Belle Baxter, a young woman brought back to life by an eccentric but brilliant scientist. Oh, my gosh. That sounds awesome. Emma Stone and Willem Dafoe. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's an odd pairing. It is. But yeah. I I, like I love I love William Defoe and uh Emma Stone I was always just kinda like lukewarm on her, mm-hmm. but her and um Jonah Hill, like obviously everyone immediately thinks of super bad when they think of her and Jonah Hill, but I thought they both uh, knocked it out of the park in in the the series the the limited series maniac and that was one I remember you said recently you you'd like to go back and watch again but uh yeah William Dafoe I I love that guy man yeah he's he's a he hits it out of the park every time I can't think of anything uh, that I've not liked him in even if it's um, just a dumb part. Like I was just watching the uh, Snyder cut of Justice League, and he's got a part in it which is dumb and campy. But it's like it's Willem Dafoe. What, what can you do? He's 
like other than the the scene where um in in one of my my favorite films born on the fourth of july like other than the scene where tom cruise comes home and he's all wasting and he's yelling at his mom and he's screaming penis penis erect pen <laughs> like that's a great scene but the other uh favorite part of my other favorite part of that movie is William Dafoe's role when when Tom Cruise goes to Mexico and uh they're they're sitting at the bar drinking tequila and William Dafoe goes if you don't have it in the hips baby you better have it in the lips and he <laughs> sticks his tongue out and just acts like a per like that scene is just so good to me he's he's uh, great at being just demented uh, yeah yeah he's he's just got such a good creep factor about him i um, i kind of um now that we we brought him up i i kind of want to go back and watch um antichrist again oh yeah uh because like i i love william defoe and uh charlotte gainsburg like it's not that she's like i wouldn't call her like physically anyway not taking anything away from her acting skills but physically i i wouldn't call her like a you know some stunning woman smoke show but she's just like so like dirty and it's i don't know i'm all about it oh have you seen nymphomaniac then i have not no <laughs> if, you, if you like if you like the dirty stuff yeah she is uh quite dirty in that one um not my favorite movie though like of the of the trilogy um i i probably gotta go with melancholia then antichrist and and then uh, the uh, Nymphomaniac uh, two-parter. Yeah, uh, Melon uh, Colia, that was that was that's a great movie too. Yeah. Um, I just and that rewatched that one. That's Hulu. Yeah, that's that's an excellent movie. And uh, yeah, that's right because she play it's Kristen Dunst and her right. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah they're sisters um but yeah uh that that's that movie um you described about the woman coming back to life and that that's like i love that premise me man. too and, and I, I hope it's in that deadpan thing that he does he he sort of left it when he did the favorite but um i hope he goes back to that deadpan sort of monotone thing that he does with uh the lobster and killing of a sacred deer. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, and I gotta. Do you know if the if the lobster is is streaming? Um, yeah, I think on, I think it was. It's one of the few movies that are on Netflix. I think it is on Netflix. Okay, uh, uh, Netflix good for something. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, it's just gone down the toilet now on the tubes man are you didn't you say you were thinking about just not even keeping netflix yeah if it wasn't for my daughter she's watching a show on there pretty religiously right now um yeah, i'm probably gonna get rid of it 
and and go with Apple TV because it's only uh, five bucks for Apple TV right now. I I will say that the only reason I'd be hesitant, maybe a little scared to to get rid of Netflix, is they they do come out with certain movies at times that you you could only like new movies that you could only see like. I know we both um, didn't think it was great, but we both still um, we we both still enjoyed. I'm thinking of ending things. Uh, Charlie, one of Charlie Kaufman's uh, latest projects, and that's something that would scare me, Dave. Is like a, a an occasional great movie mm-hmm. popping up on Netflix, and then I don't have it, but. Other than that, as far as like most of the shows on Netflix, other than the classics, I mean, it's it leaves a lot to be desired, to put it kindly. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's 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 gotten to the point where you know the the few and far between uh, movies, the Netflix originals that I do want to see, like. Uh, like you mentioned, uh, I might just you know cancel it and reactivate whenever uh, I feel it necessary. Yeah, you. Well, th- again, that's another problem. Like we're gonna run into as a, as a society, like movie and TV lovers, like ourselves. Like you can only pay for so many. So, like we're we're probably gonna have to start like. If more things keep just pumping on and pumping on and you you have all these streaming services, uh, we're probably going to have to start canceling some and just watching them for uh, things we're really looking forward to. Yeah, for like, sure. Or, or, you know, like you, you, you and your, your circle uh, sharing logins, <laughs> you know, maybe you have two or three, somebody else has another couple and just you know have a group of people that you that's that's your pod who you share your logins with because there are just too many streaming services now we're running way long so let's wrap this one up uh but i want to i want to thank everybody for listening to gipper part of the golden string podcast network um say bye to the folks scott yeah see ya dave it was uh it was fun again i i feel like we're getting better and better this and hopefully now we start sounding better and sound like an actual podcast but uh have a great one folks (laughs) this has been a production of golden string radio and golden string podcast network striving for a world of visibility and accessibility for those living with disabilities